Welcome to the Untitled Film Project podcast. It's time for the Christmas draft or a holiday movie draft. We're opening up to everything, or it could be a TV special, it could be a cartoon short. Who knows what it is? But that's what we're doing this time. And we have a big question. The big question is what is your favorite animal movie of all time? How does that work? Oh, let me tell you. It plays with this because we have a special guest that's going to come in studio. Her name is Diana Feliciano, and she's an elementary school teacher who has written a book for dogs. Literally for dogs. This, you read this book to your dog. <laughs> it's, the, it's the most amazing concept I can't ever. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. So, so she's going to answer the big question. She's going to talk about the book a little bit. We're hoping to give her some, get her some sales coming into Christmas for that dog and animal lover in your life. So that's what we're hoping to do with Miss Diana here in person later in the show. But first, I think it's draft time. Bradford, tell everybody about it. Okay, uh, first off, first off, one, one second. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I, I'm ready. He's I'm got, ready now. He's got a, there's a holiday cat shirt with LED lights, and it is just it's spectacular. Glorious. Yeah, it's glorious. You know Thank what's, you so much. Thank you. The sphere in Las Vegas is jealous of your Christmas sweater. Uh, as it should be. <laughs> As it should be. Because the sphere is now lit up as a big ball of yarn for the cat that's on your sweater. That's absolutely correct. Okay. All right. That's Let's a, get into this. That's so, crazy. This is a holiday movie draft. And the reason for it is there's multiple movies that aren't just Christmas that come out that are themed for the holidays. There's multiple sure. holidays that take place uh, during November and December. So I want to leave that wide open. This could be a theatrical release. It okay. could be direct to streaming. It could be direct to VHS video from, from the, the before times. The old days. <laughs> the old days. It could be any it could be a short film that comes out as well, because you think there's a lot of Christmas specials that have come out. Right. Maybe twenty five minutes long, but I still consider that a favorite holiday movie project that we enjoy from nostalgia with childhood or things like that. This will be a randomized draft. That okay. we'll have between the three of us. There's no sense in doing Snake for only three people, right? No, for sure. So every round will be randomized. And here's the key. This is where the audience comes into play here. So we're choosing this based on what we think is the best collection of holiday movies. Because I want you to vote on who you think has the best collection. Because you have to choose the collection that you think you could live with if that's the only collection of holiday movies you could enjoy for that, for all of time, kind of like marooned on a desert island yes. with Christmas yes. movies, and you got to get the holiday yes. thing, and these it. are the ones you get. You have five. Let out, let out the palm tree. You and... have five. So mm-hmm. there may be a weak point in there, but you're going to have to gauge as an audience of who has the strongest selection out of these five rounds that we're going to have. There's plenty to choose from. So who knows what's going right. to go first, or what's not going to go first, or what's going to be the, the the last pick, or anything like that. There's probably plenty. Everybody has their opinions. What controversies? Yeah, what happen? controversies are going to happen? Or controversies, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, put your emphasis on those right syllables. I have gone to random.org, okay. and I have put in the names in this order, Jim, Justin, and Jeremy. I'm now going to randomize it. Are you, are you fellas ready yes, for the first I'm round? Yes, I'm okay. ready. I'm clicking randomize. Randomize has Jeremy with the first pick, Justin with number two, and Jim with number three. And to reduce the distractions, I will now turn off my sweatshirt. I like it. Just leave it on. It's really bright and distracting me and my. Oh, okay. Then yeah, go there. Actually, I think the airport called and said there was (laughs) it was messing with planes. (laughs) All right. So I think the number one, the the first two rounds are going to be where people are going to be battling the most. When you get a little bit deeper, we all have our opinions that we think is what's best and what we think the general public will like. So, Mr. Gover, Mm -hmm. for the first overall pick 
What are you going with? I'm going with not only my favorite Christmas movie of all time, but my favorite comedy of all time, and that is National Lampoon's oh, Christmas fantastic. Vacation. That's fantastic. It's <laughs> off the board and goes into the Gover portfolio. That's I'm very jealous of that. I, it is peak Chevy Chase. It is the fact that they changed the kids up. The kids are Juliet Lewis. They're, they're, they're all great. Yep. Julia yep. Louis Dreyfus, the neighbor, and her husband. The tremendous the subplot of lights and everything is absolutely fantastic yeah. in that movie. Uh, we watch it every single year, maybe, maybe multiple times. Is, is that the one where he's buying lingerie? Clark is buying lingerie. It is the one he's and, buying lingerie. And he's trying to figure out yes. what size she is. Oh that's my right. God, that's oh. so funny. Can't see the line, can you, Russ? <laughs> That's the, it's the most quotable. I think it might be one of the most quotable. I agree with that. Holiday uh, I movies very possible. I agree with that. Yeah. All right. So. All right. That's off the board. I have pick number two. Mm-hmm. And this one is, well, National Movies Christmas Vacation is top three for me. Okay. This is my favorite Christmas movie of all time. I watch this multiple times every year. I've seen it in concert with the Nashville Symphony. Okay. And it is The Muppet Christmas Carol. Excellent choice. Oh, that is strong. You're never going to get a dissenting opinion on a Muppet Christmas Carol mention in nope. this show. It is, yeah. It's incredible. It is incredibly done. Michael Caine. Michael Caine plays the star human in this. Michael I mean, Caine. <laughs> it is just incredibly done. Um, Gonzo is fantastic as playing Dickens and the narrator. And it's such a quotable yes. Muppet movie as well, too. There's Funko Pops now with Gonzo yes, and Rizzo the Rat. Light the lamp, not the rat. Light, Light the, the lamp, lamp, not, not the, the rat. rat. It is my favorite of all time. So... To the third pick overall, Mr. Jim. I am going to speak for millions. Mm. Okay. I have when I say that my first pick in the holiday movie draft is Die Hard. Oh. <laughs> I did not think he was going to go there. I thought that might last around two or three. I, you know, I because I thought somebody else was going to take it. I'm just stealing. It's more. This is more of a steal move than it is. He's to, playing defense already in the first. I know. Round. I'm trying to weaken you, Jeremy. What do you think about that one? I think it is not a Christmas movie. Uh, it, See, so, so therefore we I knew we were, this was going to come up, right? We yeah, knew this was going to come up. I know. I know. And I, I also have debated whether it's a Christmas movie because I always say, like, okay, is it a Christmas movie? Is it about Christmas? Or if it happens during Christmas time? And that has been the constant debate. And for most of my life, I'd said it's not a Christmas movie. What? But you kind of mentioned holiday movie. And uh, would if I'm going to be stuck on an island, uh, I really want a really good action movie. And I want, you know, for it to have a little bit of funny. And it's got a little bit of holiday cheer. All right, Jeremy, just your thoughts on Jim's pick like this, like him defending it as a Christmas movie or a holiday movie now. I don't I don't have a problem with him defending it. I've, I'm numb to the argument at this point. Okay, yes. It's a Christmas movie. So I'll, I'll see that's your opinion, and that's fine. That sure. will get him some votes. Agree to disagree. That will totally get <laughs> okay. him some votes. But I will also say that so. it's, I love the pick because it wasn't on my board at all. Because it's not a Christmas movie. Interesting. And so not therefore, even on the board. Therefore, that Im- that pick does not impact my draft board at all. Okay. okay. All right. So, on to round two. Dose. All yes. right. I'm hitting random again. Mm-hmm. Justin, mm. Jeremy, mm. Jim. Uh oh. <laughs> but it didn't affect the draft right. board, so it's not like it really. Okay. Affects no, that you, one right? didn't. So it's fine. Right. Okay. So this one, I'm surprised this one did not go in the first round. I figured Jim might go this direction. I'm going to go with. Home Alone. Oh, see, I hate Home Alone. <laughs> Not a Home Alone fan. <laughs> I know people are going to go, 
What? I know. Sorry. No. What Never is, understood the appeal to Home Alone. I mean, it, me neither. You what? I, the whole Kevin thing. Wow. Yeah. Boop. You, they get hit, oh they get hit in the head. Oh, here's another scene where they get hurt. Oh, here's another thing where you outsmart them. To me, that's I don't know. Jim Chandler on social media. <laughs> yeah. Again. Jim likes to take the brunt of the hate comments because he's Mr. I do. I like it. So you can direct oh. all your send comments. Him, send them right to me. Directly to Jim for send him. him. Not just right not just not caring for Home Alone, but he's directly bashing Home Alone right now. All right. It is iconic. It's an iconic. It can be iconic all at once. It's it's not a. It's, yeah, I'm not a, a fan. Lot. Yeah. Okay, and Gover just has to chime in with that too. So go after both of them. I'm fine. Yeah. It's Gover time on Twitter. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So you Jeremy. can me all you want. It doesn't matter to me. Please don't send any real threats. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> right. We all love each other. Yeah. We do. Okay, Jeremy, with the uh, round two, pick two. Okay. I, <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> this well, okay, because I'm looking at two and I'm trying to weigh which one. I'm yeah. trying to get the best trade value it's, here, right? Sure, right. Can, trade value. value. Sorry, sorry, sorry. There's no trades no, in this sorry. draft. You my, can't my, trade up. My sports DNA kicked in there for a second. <laughs> okay. uh, my, uh, I'm trying to get the most draft value here, <laughs> All right. and I'm trying to figure out which one might last till the next round. And I think I've decided which one will, and okay. so therefore I'm going to pick Elf. All right. Damn this it. was a movie that I was not. A fan of overly like I like Will Ferrell and that's fine. I'm telling but I you. Thought overall, I was like, ah, it's okay. You're picking this for the votes. What? You're picking this for the, the no. fan votes? No, no, no. Oh, I'm, no, I'm getting oh, to that. Okay. I'm saying okay. I, I, you I just never took my movie. By the way, well, that's exactly what I was going to pick. So it's a it's a double sword now because you took a movie that I didn't even consider. Okay, <laughs> and then I just stole one from you. So it's plus two Gover right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I was going to say is I'm I, having I never, a bad day. Never a big fan. Never a big fan <laughs> of Elf. Saw it in the theater. Was kind of like, okay, it's all right. But then when I got married, it was one of my wife's favorite movies. So we start watching it every Christmas. Yeah. And eventually I was like, you know, it's actually pretty charming. Yeah. And Will Ferrell's great in it. Uh, blink twice if you're just saying that. No. <laughs> like, he's it's a, okay. like he's a hostage. I was, I was to make She's sure. not here. I don't care. I didn't know if like, you've been forced to watch her with right your now. eyelids taped no. open. No. Like, you are going to like this movie. That's Jeremy. More, that's more like Downton Abbey than anything. No, oh. no, no. Elf is fine. Elf is great. <laughs> okay. So Elf, second <laughs> overall all right. pick. All right, all right. My second overall pick yes. in the Untitled Christmas Draft. Okay, Jim, you have round two, pick three, third pick again. What are you going with? <sighs> I know. I it, Well, now that Elf is off the table, I'm going to go with... Uh, oh, hold on a second. I thought you weren't a Will Ferrell fan. I, uh, after a certain point... There's a oh, that's like, fair. He okay, has jumped. That's fair, yeah. He jumped a shark. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So there's a ton of Will Ferrell. Shark. Yes. There's a ton of movies <laughs> Will Ferrell has done that I love. Okay. Okay. Uh, so um, I'm gonna have to go with one that is okay. I'm considering uh, I'm alone on a desert island, and I haven't been exposed to the 24-hour marathons. So I'm gonna go with a Christmas story. Okay. Okay. All right. It's. About getting the Red Rider BB gun and wearing the bunny suit, and while it is a little, you know, oh gosh, it's on again this year. I still stop, you're gonna watch. I it. stop and watch. Yeah. So it, regardless of the uh, overexposure, if you think it that's a, a problem, uh, it's just still. I mean, also one of the most quotable movies Absolutely from is. the holidays. Now, have you seen the second one? Uh, no, chance? because I don't want to ruin the legacy of the first. Exist. Okay. Okay, I'm just thinking it wasn't it wasn't awful. It was it wasn't awful. It wasn't the best again. It was very very mid, and they continue the story on a little bit oh, too. Great. So okay. All right. It's, it's curious how they did that. Still just, don't want to. For the record, I'm not a fan of that movie either. Just you know, <laughs> just man, we are. But see, this is why we're doing this because there's gonna be some that are gonna be stolen. Some are gonna be like, yeah, take it. 
Oh, Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So okay. randomize for the uh, third round. Here we go. <laughs> oh, Jim is third again. <laughs> Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Jim. Oh, Justin. So close. <sighs> All right, okay. Jeremy. Okay. Now, this is the one that I was hanging on to. Hopefully, it'll make it to round three. I'm glad to say it has a Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, man. Oh, that was... that's, it's a solid choice. It's uh, it's just a, it's a good, wholesome Half hour. It's okay, a good, it's a good uh, just, time. Just like name for me one or two of your favorite, either like just scenes or, um, I mean, is it is it the dancing scene? I mean, I like just just when they're dancing, the dancing scene. It's just amazing. Just the music is iconic. Yeah, it is. It's, it's amazing. The da- I, I, I have the soundtrack on vinyl. Yes, and the uh, Vince Guaraldi trio. It's great. And, uh, and then the other scene is, I mean, it's cliche, but it's so awesome. It's when the when he puts the ornament on the tree and it oh, falls yeah. over. Like it, yeah, it's really great. And uh, I cannot. I, I tell you, there's not a moment where I go to a you know every year, we go to a Christmas tree farm and we get a tree, whatever. <laughs> yeah. There's not a there's not a single time that I don't think of that. Yeah, it's fair. That's great. You got the Cody Holland boat. Yeah. <laughs> so our friend Cody puts up this really awesome Facebook banner image Every of year. just Charlie and Linus on the brick wall. The snow. And it's just, that's great. It's beautiful. <laughs> and he should keep it up. Okay, uh, round three draft choice from me, Jim. Uh, I'm going to, go, I, see, I don't like to keep going classics, but I mean, sometimes things are classic for a reason. Um, and, uh, I'll just find a reason, uh, among many that I choose Rudolph and the red nosed reindeer, the claymation version. Damn! That was my next television. One. Uh, it's so good. Who doesn't like seeing reindeer bully other reindeer? Who doesn't really? I mean, and think about it. I mean, like it, it's one of those movies that has it has two versions. Like it's almost like the Matrix. You take you take a pill mm-hmm. at a certain age, and you realize that things are different. So, like you love it for some reason when you're like a little kid, right? It's amazing, and the Bumble's cute, and oh, I want to be a dentist. So, like all these things you just love, right? And then you you hit this certain like knowledge point where all of a sudden the light bulb goes off, and you're like, all right, well those. You know, kids, those other deer, uh, reindeer are bullies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santa's kind of a jerk till he needs him at the end of the movie. <laughs> and, like, there's just, like, so many levels of, like, I mean, just the psychological parts of it. And it's just so weird. I love that. I love mm. that special. So It wasn't on my board, but I do enjoy watching it. You just okay. took my next one, so you finally get a point. Ah, yes. All right. Well, I've done so something. See, now I'm trying to be like, go over and be strategic to see what's on mm-hmm. my board. Cause I know you have to be, man. I think we have different boards. All three of us have very different boards. I yeah. agree with that. I think sure. we all do. So <laughs> I am going to go with one that I'm not sure if any of you would take, but it does have this sense of nostalgia. Grant is 20 years old now. Okay. And it is getting a re-release in theaters because of those oh. 20 years. Mm-hmm. Loaded cast. Quite quotable. It's been memed so many times, even with SNL in so many different ways. And then I'm going to go, this is my wife's favorite movie to watch during the holidays as well. We always have to watch this, and it is Love Actually. Love Actually oh, is a good one. Oh, man. I didn't even remember that that's Christmas time. Oh, what a it's great, a good one. I love that movie. Yeah, it's a good one. So I'm trying to mix it up. Uh, Here we got Muppet Christmas Carol, Home Alone, but I got to get something that's a little more romantic with it. Well, but still sure. plenty of comedy. There's plenty of serious tones, comedic right. tones, great cast. Like the cast is just so lovable. Uh, I'm kicking and myself I, now. And it really kicked off those those movies that have so many stars in it with individual stories that mm-hmm. somehow connect. We had what New Year's Eve, Valentine's Day. Right. Ones, but this is obviously the best one. Right. This is the best. The one other of ones those. don't come close. They don't come close. Oh, so, love actually. Well done. Thank you. Okay. Way to finish up round three. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. 
Let's go to round four of five. So two more movies. Okay, so only six more movies are going to come off the board. And it's probably going to leave a few ones on the board that people are going to be like, why did you not pick this one? So I'm curious right? where we go here. All right. Justin, Jim, Jeremy. Okay. All right. Round four. Okay, so going into round four, I've left some things on the board, but I'm trying to go strategic here, which I know that hopefully neither of you are going to pick. But okay. it's something that I enjoy watching. All right. And I think a lot of people do. And <laughs> I cannot wait. I'm very suspicious. My man. fourth round pick is going to be the Santa Claus. <laughs> Well, you know, that, that was will not my never board. be on Jeremy's board. Nope. Yeah, not really here either. This one is definitely a millennial nostalgia one because of when it came out. Yeah. And it is something I watched growing up and had has stuck with me. And I know they've they've overdone the Santa Claus thing with Tim Allen. They've 100% overdone it. Well, they make what, like 70 of them. There's what hasn't the, he overdone, though? There's really. the TV show. True. There's this, the Santa Claus. There's Santa Claus 2, 3. There's all these different things. But the 1994, the Santa Claus, <laughs> I was 11 years old. So it was right at that moment where Did I... Did you see the Santa Claus on ice when it came to your local <laughs> town? He was in that. He was in that, too. <laughs> He came to every city. He was, every he, city. He was in rental skates. <laughs> God. Also, the connection I had in this time frame when it came out, I had only been living in Tennessee for three years, and that it was okay. based in Michigan. Okay. I can move from Michigan, that nostalgia feel of, oh, it's based where I'm from, and I'm still a kid at that point. I right. had a connection, and it's kind of stuck with me. So I did really enjoy the film. I think at the time, it was good comedic holiday cheer. It hasn't necessarily aged the best, but it still holds a special place for me. And okay. I think overall, that's why I enjoy it. But I but I get it. I troll Jeremy <laughs> every holiday season with Tim Allen and Santa Claus <laughs> gifts because he despises it. That's I can't great. He despises it. And I knew it wouldn't be on your boards, and I didn't want to save it to the end just in case because I might have another one in there. But I'm trying to think of overall what's going to be good for me. Okay. All right. All right. So next, Jim, number two. Okay. Uh, this is one where, Wow. There's so many versions of this that to pick one is like gonna. I don't think it's gonna make anybody mad because <laughs> this is like one of those things. Like I don't, you're just like an old nerd, um, <laughs> but like I think the story A Christmas Carol has to be part of my list. Which one? And so I am going to. I know. Okay. And there's so and there's so many great ones. Like even the original film, the first one they ever made is really quite good and holds up. But I'm just going to I'm going to go with the Patrick Stewart okay. version of A Christmas Carol because it's a little more modern just a little. Everybody loves Patrick Stewart, he's great in it and just like the theme of that story is just one that I think if my list doesn't have that in there, I feel it's incomplete. Yep. All right. Okay. Okay. Was that on was that on your board, Jeremy? It was not on my board. It was board. not on my board. Okay. okay, so Jeremy, round us out with round four. All right. Uh because this is where the controversy comes in that I alluded to earlier. Is it a Christmas movie? Ooh. Is it a Halloween movie? I'm oh. going Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, oh. oh I uh, uh, I can watch it every oh. single year with just as much fervor as the second time. Okay. The first time you it see not, it, it was not on my board. It was really? not only it was yeah. not on my board. I like that movie, but I think like it was a gray area I, movie. I, like I hate the question. 
is it a Christmas or a Halloween <laughs> right, movie? I know. Like, I hate that. So, like, the only time I can watch that movie is when it's nowhere near either of those two holidays, and I don't even have to ask that question because oh. it hurts my head. Okay. Okay, wow. <laughs> but I like the movie. Okay, so before we enter the final round here, just to recap real quick. <laughs> what we got? For Jim, Die Hard, A Christmas Story, <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Patrick Stewart, A Christmas Carol. For Jeremy, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That is a goat pick right there. Elf, a Charlie Brown Christmas, Nightmare Before Christmas. Solid, solid choice. Gover is, crushing it, Gover has a very, very good draft right Don't now. Don't worry. Yeah. I'll, I'll undo it with the fifth and one. And then for <laughs> Mace Windu. <laughs> <laughs> a Mace Windu Christmas. <laughs> Reference back to our Star Wars draft Which, from several months ago. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see right here. This is only for Jedi. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. For Justin... A Muppet, the Muppet Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. Home Alone, Love Actually, The Santa Claus. Millennials are going to love mine. I know. Okay, and people who like bad stuff. <laughs> Says Jim. Let the records show. I didn't on. say anything. Says Jim with the weakest picks out of the three of us. He's been, in fairness, he's been subjected to the final pick in two, the first two rounds. Which is pretty no, brutal. no, no. There's plenty of strong movies that okay. he could have gone I, I with. Gone but with. he's gone almost full boomer here. Okay. So, I mean, if you, if you believe it's Die Hard, for people I, that like bad things, blah, blah, blah. if you believe Die Hard is a Christmas movie, that's a pretty solid pick. Uh, if yeah. you believe that, yes. Yeah. But overall, he has the weakest picks, I believe. Gover, I think, is number one right now. I get the millennials. Jim gets people that don't know how to use the internet. <laughs> By the way, I'm Gen X, so you can't call me. Boomer. I know. I said you're almost boomer. I know. I know. I know. Uh, you're gen- okay. All right. Here we go. Final awesome. round. <laughs> Jeremy. Justin. Oh, really? Jim. <laughs> can I can I go down to the third pick? Can do I you want to trade? No, yeah. no, 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 no. Why? Don't no. deny Just me. Just because you have something to do. Because, no, it's it's on no one's board. Don't, I don't care. Don't, don't deny me my martyrdom over here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to claim that it was totally unfair. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Random.org, you're on the list. That's right. I'm coming for All you. All right, Jeremy. All Get right. off my lawn. My, my, my answer is the 2011 British animated comedy Arthur Christmas. Oh, okay. I don't think I've even seen it. Thank you. I that have was, neither. I was actually deep on my board, but that was on my board. Really? Yes, it was. I'm actually shocked by that. So it's my, cute. It's very cute. Yeah, my son. Uh, he <laughs> on Netflix or someplace found it one Christmas, Netflix, yeah. four or five years ago, and he watched it endlessly. Really? And it was it's annoying to a point when you watch it endlessly because it's that well, whatever. Anyway, but the, at the heart of it, it's so sweet and and just charming. I was I'm shocked. I had no idea it even existed until my son found it, and now we watch it every year. So, uh, in okay. honor of him. Arthur Christmas is my fifth and final pick in the Untitled Christmas Draft. And okay. there's one for a whole bunch of us to investigate. Yes. Yes. It's, it's good. No, it's I, a- I enjoy it. I do enjoy it. It is uh, Hugh Laurie is one of the voices. Yes. Right? So, I mean, Love some him. good voice acting. Go in check that, it out. If you haven't yes, seen it, it's check good, it out. just add it to your pantheon of Christmas movies. All right. So, there, my pick. <laughs> and I've gone full nostalgia angle here, just looking at the release dates for... Okay. I think probably four of my five now. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the 1994 version of Miracle on 34th Street. Okay. Oh, this, the 1994 this version. This is the one that... Who was in that one? Richard Attenborough plays Santa Claus. Okay. And then you have Elizabeth Perkins and Dylan McDermott. As well as, as, well as a young actress called Mara Wilson. 
Oh. We saw in plenty of films, including Matilda and Mrs. Doubtfire, Ooh. amongst other things. Yeah. This movie, and this is the nostalgia for me. I watched this movie with my grandmother all the time uh. growing up. So I was uh, 11 as well when this one came out. But this is a childhood thing for me. Again, it's the... The 90s version of it, which you can relate to more because it's not black and white. I just enjoyed it as a kid, not wanting yep. to watch older films like that. But Richard Attenborough does a fantastic job as Chris Kringle. And it gives me warm fuzzies okay. whenever I watch this All movie. Right. And it's not always available, easy to find everywhere, it seems. But this is a fantastic take on Miracle on 34th Street. I truly, truly love this film. And it just makes me feel good all the time. Okay. All right. argue with that logic. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, there's not a person on earth that is going to have any idea. You could yell out any, you could yell 150 movies out and you would not hit my final pick in the final round of the holiday movie draft. The holiday. No. Okay. <laughs> that was on my board. It was on, I know. It was on my right. last holiday. Too. This is, this is, this is my, my protest that this whole thing was rigged and I am just not even caring I just Googled what is the best Hallmark Christmas movie, and according to a Variety magazine, I am going to discover an unexpected Christmas. Come for the sweet pretend we're still together for my parents' storyline. Stay for the most natural chemistry yet, is what Variety says about an unexpected Christmas from 2021. (laughs) There's a bunch of people out there, you know, that are just saying, why if you pick one of the Hallmark Starring Christmas movies? Tyler Hines, Bethany Joy Lenz, and Allison Wanzura. Uh, yeah, household name. <laughs> Barely said it with a straight face. <laughs> you couldn't at least pick one with, like, Lacey Chabert in it? She said all Or Candace Cameron Bure. Or... <laughs> For any of those, you just had to pick the one with the no names yeah. and to just pick that. He had to Google something to tell him which one to pick. He picked <laughs> He picked movie irrelevant for his final pick. For Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I went movie irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So okay. Who knows? So, maybe this. Maybe we do this next year. So you no, guys all watch this and you go, that's a damn good movie. Dude. <laughs> but you picked it with your fifth pick. That's yeah. what we're Just playing. because there's a cruise for Hallmark Christmas movies doesn't mean uh, they're good. I yeah, I don't know They're yet. All the same. Maybe I got to watch one first because I haven't. <laughs> Did you see the Nate Bargatze sketch on Saturday Night Live about the Halloween Hallmark movies? <laughs> Which was classic. Yes. So I think that's Jim giving up, and it's between me and Cover. Yeah, so totally, totally give up. No, that, people, are, people are gonna like revenge vote for Jim now. That's true. They're, oh, avenge. Yeah. They're gonna avenge vote. The, the the people that love Hallmark movies. Are going to yeah, automatically throw their come to me you're, because you're get the two battles there. Because the actually, movie, yeah. Because guess what? I am opening my heart to the Hallmark movie genre. That's enough. I'm embracing it, and I am glad you're letting me in. You haven't everybody. Even seen it, Jim. You're full of tinsel. Yes, I am. And all right. It, and it'll all come out in the end. Make sure we'll put up <laughs> polls in our social media post on this episode. We're going to put up polls, and you need to vote. Who has the best overall selection of holiday films that if you had to choose, and those are the only holiday films available for you to be able to watch and nothing else, which collection would you choose? Make sure you go and vote Untitled Film Project on all our socials. Okay. All right. And just remember, uh, you can vote for what you think is the best, or you can vote Bodie McBoatface and pick mine. (laughs) 
It's the Untitled Film Project Podcast, and we have a guest. We do have a guest because a local teacher here, elementary school teacher, has written a book for dogs. We are all dog people, animal people in general speaking terms. <laughs> and when you say it's a book for dogs. I literally mean you read this book to your dog. And if you think I'm kidding and you're watching on YouTube, look at your screen now. There's proof. We have read it to our dog. We've read it to our friend's dog. We have author, well, actually, teacher turned author, Diana Feliciano in with us. Diana, thank you so much for joining us here on the Untitled Film Project podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This is a perfect idea for the animal lover and dog lover in your life. And this is part of our Christmas draft episode. We figured, you know what, let's just see if we Mm -hmm. can't get her some support. But also, I'm telling you, I promise you, I was not paid to say this. (laughs) It's a riot. It's so great. It's well worth it. Well, and look at the success of all the Air Buds. That's right. Way to tie it in. Well done. Although I don't think dogs were the intended audience. <laughs> but this is, this is the gift that I think everybody's going to show everybody when they're visiting each other's houses for Christmas. Yes. You've got to see this. Because, okay, if you have a dog lover in your life, or if you, you animals even, you, know, you just love dogs, imagine them unwrapping this. See, this a cute little bag. It's here. got a day in the life of your dog. Aww. It's 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 perfection in a board book is what it is. <laughs> Diana, so, you sure you didn't receive a check? <laughs> I'm positive. This is how much You're I'm positive. Bo- okay, that's enough. Okay, you just I'm, I'm muting you on the go, YouTube episode. No, you're not. For 20 go seconds. Yes, corner. I am. Go. That's what I thought. Yep. Yeah. Diana. So uh, a lot of people decide that they you know would would like to be an author and make a book, uh, but what does spurred you to make a book intended for reading to your dog how does like where how uh, how does that happen i know it's so it's so random um really the idea just randomly came to me and i just remember thinking this this could work dogs can learn tricks dogs can you know do lots of things they can enjoy a book too just like people can and so yeah i just thought well if we put things that dog dogs like in the book then that'll keep their engagement and um yeah no i just i got the idea wrote wrote a manuscript um it took me like 30 minutes it was crazy it was just one of those like supernatural oh, it, things it poured out of you it literally yeah. poured out of me yes. it was like a lightning struck yeah yes oh that's so cool okay but okay so i, I before, i'm jumping ahead here but i have to ask this because i've been wondering this since we read this to loretta my basset hound there's a scratch and sniff page. <laughs> how did you get the dog food scent or whatever on the, how did that even, because illustrating, writing a book is one thing. Illustrating a book is something different. You're like, okay. Yeah. Well, how do you ask a company to do that? Right. Like, do you have you. a formula for, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. I know you have scent for mint and uh, strawberry. Some, <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have any dog foods? Like how, how does that happen? <laughs> do you just smear the like one page into this is some the prototype food? here? Have this. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I I did a ton of research. Um, I knew I needed to find a printing company that could print sensory pages. Um, Wow. I just sent a bunch of emails and just hoped for the best. And I literally just took a gamble and um, found a printing company and asked them if they had uh, a peanut butter scent and a bacon scent. And I am pretty sure that they were like, WTF? <laughs> um, 
<laughs> but I think they wanted the business because they uh, thought, man, this is a cool concept. We'd love to like print this. And they were like, we yeah, will find it. We will figure this out. It's amazing. Like how much more fun was their job? after they got oh, yeah. your assignment, you know, to, to make that. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're seeing so far, especially with the, with TikTok coming around, there's too much screen time for dogs, right? They need a little bit more of the sensory pages <laughs> and they need to be read to. Books are very important, just like for children. What? what? No, I agree <laughs> with you. <laughs> hey, Loretta spends way too much time on her phone. My cat watches TV. We catch her just doing this, just staring. <laughs> like you're enjoying The Golden Bachelor way too much right now, Florence. So to have a book that can be read to them, what what have you noticed in terms of reading to dogs as well too, in terms of paying attention? Why, why was it so important to have these sensory pages and not just words on a page? So to your point um, about um, t- a lot of screen time, so kids are constantly on their phones and so they yeah. constantly need to be entertained. Mm-hmm. And so sensory pages was just a no brainer. Like, We've got to make this reading experience fun for the kids right. and also for the dog um, and for adults, too. And so, um, yeah, that was a no-brainer. I was like, we've got to put sensory elements in there to keep them engaged. So so do you do you see a vision of sequel books or other versions? Because it seems like this is the type of thing that you could have so many variations on this, including different illustrations for different dogs or even other animals. There's so many ways you could take this, right? Yes, absolutely. I, um, I've already started my creative is starting to come back to me and so i'm already thinking about other books and um so yeah i'm starting to kind of uh get that process going so will it will it stay with dogs does does this work with cats i don't think it will work with you just open it up and it's a big ball of yarn that's all it is (laughs) hey 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 hey. catnip Catnip, that's true that's that's much better give them drugs (laughs) i've been told that my next book needs to be for a cat I think it would be a good idea. I just don't know enough about cats. Um, so I, w- I would be open to doing it, and I would just do my research. But I think that would be books. fun. <laughs> With laser pointers. Oh, my gosh, yes. And feathers yeah. coming out. Yes. The book's going to end up under the couch after being swatted It's so a very times. interactive book. <laughs> okay, so you're self-published. Is that right? Yes. Okay, so how does that process work? Like, Because, you know, there's a lot. Jim mentioned earlier, sometimes you look at it and you go, yeah, I want to write a book or I want to do this or I have this creative idea, whatever. How do you get started in the self-process, in the self-published business? And then on top of that, why not go to a regular publisher? Was it too much time? How, how did that work? Mm. Yeah, so I did um, I did have a few uh, publishing companies um, reach out and like the idea and wanted to um, publish me, but they wanted complete creative control. Ah, yes. And that's where mm-hmm. I was like, no, because their publishing companies didn't have um, the proper printer to be able to print the sensory pages and the noise pages. And that's what made the book so unique. Right. So I was like, I've got to figure this out on my own. And so I just, a simple Google search of how to self-publish, and I just knocked out the to-do list of wow. the things to do and sent random emails to people all over the world. Like my editor is in, um, uh, he's in London. Um, never wow. met him before. Um, and the formatter also somewhere else. Um, and so I took a lot of like just chances. Um, Leaps of faith. Yeah. And yeah. you grind. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Grind. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then for how sure. did you get hooked up with the illustrator then? Oh, my gosh. She's amazing. Because that's, I mean, let's be honest. When you're writing a, a kid's book or a book like this, 
That's a huge part of it. Sure is. Right? You can have the greatest idea in the world, but if your illustrator's not that great, they've they've got to bring it to life. Right. And this in this particular, of course, uh, you know, Sarah Shearer did a great job. She's amazing. So she, fun fact, she's actually not a book illustrator. She is a pet portrait artist. Oh, great oh, marriage again. I love it. And yes. I took one of her pet portrait classes a couple of years ago, and I painted Charlie. And um, Charlie's her dog, by the way. Because we didn't say that. Sorry. Gotcha. My daughter. <laughs> um, <laughs> the inspiration behind the book. I get it. Um, and you can find her on the front cover, by the way. Oh, She's right. in the She's bottom right corner. Yeah. <laughs> there, there she is. Aww. She's totally judging the golden right there. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, she, um, she just came to mind as someone that I kind of thought I... I think I could work with her and see if she'd be interested in illustrating a book for dogs. And she loved the idea and was like, I've never done this before, but let's, let's figure it out together. And neither are you never did so it before. Yeah. That's the best. That's awesome. Yep. We both were like, let's just, let's just try this. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, but at least we could say we're, we're just going to try it. You did it. You did it on your own terms and like, and it was just a convergence of, all these really cool people. Yeah, looking at the yeah. Kickstarter, it happened. It, I mean, it definitely happened. Yeah, what was that, great that's a support. great. That's a great point. What was that feeling like when that final that goal got matched? What was that? It was um, a combination of relief and also like, oh, shit, this is really. Happening. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, oh, I, I gotta do it now. Have to send this to the printing company. Like this. Right <laughs> now, I gotta do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's fast forward then to the, you get the case of actual finished book. This is a now it's a published book. You get it at your door. What's that like then? Oh my gosh, I was overjoyed, just overjoyed. I um, pulled up to my garage um, after work and saw the amount of boxes. It was a mountain of boxes, <laughs> and I just you know it's just one of those just surreal like something that I had dreamt of was reality at my garage. Yeah. Um, and so I was just eager to open the boxes to see what, what they packaged it like, just to see what they all looked like. So, And I assume you're happy with it. I am so happy with it. Um, I had to put my trust in so many people I didn't know and companies I'd never worked with and heard of. And um, it came out better than I thought it would. And it's I feel awesome. like if we Isn't dream the best? something and we do it, like it always turns out better than what we think, you know? All right, let's yes. bring this back to your actual job of teaching children. Yes. What what lessons are there in this that you, I mean, they're too young to understand now, but that you can kind of ingrain in them early. Because you're, you're an elementary school teacher, for those yes. who missed me saying that earlier. So, again, maybe too young, but what there's got to be a lesson here that you can say, look, you know, Miss Feliciano decided to do this. I did the research. I took the necessary steps. I took a leave of faith, like Jim said. Yeah. And here's the final product, and it's working. Probably the biggest lesson is we are all uniquely made, and when we have an idea, it's there's a reason for it, and um, to just go for it um, because you just never know. Uh, and the best idea is the one that you take action on. Um, so right, yeah. love it. Like this show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the jury's still out. That's true. <laughs> CharlieDiana.BigCartel.com. Is that correct where yes. they can get it? Yes. Okay. Thank you so okay. much. Yep. And the name of the book is A Day in the Life of Your Dog. And yes. this, I love this because, uh, you know, it, it, you always want to buy a gift for your dog for Christmas, but it usually ends up being something they can eat. Yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> or try to eat. <laughs> or they'll try to eat it. Yes. And who knows what's, what's going to happen with this there dog. Is, there's that peanut butter and bacon page yeah. in here. I, and I, you you maybe just want to be alone with that book yourself, <laughs> Mr. Gover. No. <laughs> It'll be him in the mirror page. <laughs> I'm missing the peanut butter page in the corner. You're so attractive. With a lick mat. <laughs> I want that video. That video I will not be sending to us on social medias. So you privately. Diana, thank you so much uh, for lowering yourself in coming to this, this program. Thank you guys so much. Will you stick around and play a game with us? Oh, yes. Okay, okay. that'd be great. <laughs> All right, it's time on the Untitled Film Project podcast to ask the big question. This is something that we can all do. It's a group activity. You can do this while listening or watching, and uh, you get to hear maybe some insights into our brains, which we pre-apologize That's for. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> That's concerning. We'll, we'll let our guest... Diana Feliciano, the author of A Day in the Life of Your Dog, which is a board book that you read literally to your dogs. We're going to let her go last. So okay. So she can bake on the question, okay? We'll sure. set the mm-hmm. set the yeah. tone here because we do this every week. Yes. She doesn't. So let's, <laughs> let's, let's give her some lead time here. That's right. Uh, Cut her a break. Jim, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, so this is uh, uh, one of our favorite animal movies, right? So uh, mine does not actually... Uh, show real animals, okay? So it's okay. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to say, like, we're going everywhere here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am going to choose Wes Anderson's The Fantastic Mr. Fox. Ooh. Great choice. Great, great choice. George Clooney as the main character, uh, as a, you know, smart aleck, uh, just ingenious. Um, I, it, it's an entire Wes Anderson movie, which is its own weird thing, but it does it with <laughs> otters and and beavers and foxes and it's just hilarious and it's got great comedic timing it's like kids can watch it and they just laugh and parents can watch it and there's so many things that kids don't even understand it's fantastic so best kind of movies yeah i mr fox that's that's for me what about you bradford all right so honorable mention for me would be zootopia for some reason, I just uh, absolutely one. love it, and I wish we'd have Classic. more. I, I, I can't wait for Disney to dive in on the U.S. side of things to get a Zootopia, because I know we have it on the non-U.S. areas. I will die on this the, hill. That is a criminally underrated film. It is. It's, oh, a, yeah. it's a caper. So it's a detective great. caper movie. I absolutely love that. But mm-hmm. my number one for nostalgia purposes, because I quote it still to this day, Bambi. No. <laughs> no. Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. Oh, I mean, yeah. the voice actors you have in this, Michael J. Fox, yep. Sally Field. I mean, just right right there. Okay, but Michael J. Fox's chance. I will always say at Thanksgiving, turkey, 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 turkey. <laughs> if you're not familiar with this film... It's three pets, a young dog, an elder dog, and a cat are left behind when their owners go on vacation and are moving, basically. And they have this journey to find their owners. And the kids think the animals are lost. They go on the journey against mm-hmm. wildlife and everything in the Rocky Mountains and all that stuff. And it is not a yeah. good movie, per se, but it is childhood nostalgia for me and has a special place in my heart. And that's why it's my favorite. Well, I will say, 
the question wasn't what is the best animal movie. It's my it was the favorite. Yeah, it's that's my favorite. Yeah. Words. So one hundred percent my favorite. Everybody is correct with whatever they say on <laughs> Even this when they're question. Not. Yes. Uh, unless it's Jeremy Kagover. <laughs> right. Which I'm going to give you my not favorite right now. No, my favorite probably pre probably 2005. My favorite animal movie of all time was the poster now behind Jim, The Adventures of Milo and Otis. Okay. I thought it was so cool. It was so cute. Dudley Moore does a great job narrating. I thought it was a really cool story. It was awesome. Okay. But in 2005, I went to the theater uh, reluctantly. I was with a friend of mine who really wanted to see it. And we went to see March of the Penguins. Oh, I went back twice by myself to see it again. It was awesome. I love me an animal documentary. Yes. So and that and was a, just, I mean, that changed things. For sure. It was to see it in, you know, in a mm-hmm. big, on a big screen, right? Not on your TV set. Although I guess Netflix wasn't really a thing, obviously, but it was still like, you know, okay. Yeah. You're seeing this educational program, if you will, narrated by one of the greatest narrators of all time. Right. In Morgan Freeman. And then you have it on the big screen. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was really cool. So March of the Penguins is my answer. And it was a moment. Like everybody was talking about that yes. movie. I mean, like there were so many jokes about March of the Penguins and it, you know, just, it was just, it was the whole Everybody was all over it. It was a moment for sure. Yeah. Okay. So Diana Feliciano, our guest, author of A Day in the Life of Your Dog. What is your favorite animal movie? I'm going to have to go with The Secret Life of Pets. Outstanding choice. Yes. Yes. It's like a good mixture of funny and feel good and... Just all the things. And my favorite part is when the dog pees when the owner gets home. Because it's just like they're just so cute and so excited to see their owner. They can't even, like, not hold their pee in. There's uh, so many inside moments that only if you're a pet owner. Because yeah. they feature so oh, many yeah. different types of yes. pets, from rodents to cats to birds, bunnies, dogs, everything. Only if you have owned one of those or have been around mm-hmm. one of those will you understand the inside jokes in that film. Right. I love it. There's yeah. something for everybody. But I will also say that they captured the personalities of the different personalities uh, also very, yeah, very well. Do. You are, yeah. you can relate to at least one of those animals in the film. Right. Right. It wasn't just yeah. like a bunch of over right. hyper personality. Just like, yeah, just personality. Just like our pets have personality. For sure. They sure do. Outstanding choice. Yeah. That was really good. And <laughs> I just want to say two of the three of us did pee when you came <laughs> to our studio. <laughs> we were so excited. I was just wagging my nub. <laughs> <laughs> Wally. <laughs> Thank you so much uh, for gracing the Untitled Film Project podcast. Uh, grab A Day in the Life of Your Dog, the dog book that you read to your dog. Literally. And you can do that at charliediana.bigcartel.com. Yes. Okay. Please do. These are awesome. I promise you it's awesome. Thank you for listening to the Untitled Film Project podcast. To support the show, please rate, review, follow, and subscribe. Original music by Jeremy Schwartz. Special thanks to the Music City Film Critics Association. Editing and post-production by Jeremy K. Gover. Voiceover by Chad Bennett.